Greetings, listeners, and welcome to Troublesome Conversationalist. I'm joined here by my co-hosts, Devin and Sky. Say hello, boys. Hello. I'm still dying. <laughs> what uh, tragic hey news? What's causing you to die today? If I'm being honest, uh, probably exhaustion, dude. Exhaustion? It is. It has not stopped. I am laughing too hard and staying up too late. Mm, what's causing you to laugh too hard? Unfortunately, you awful people. It is tragic to hear that you are calling us awful people. Why would you describe us so? <sighs> anyway. So, Sky, how you doing? You have failed to answer the question. Hurry up, stop. What is this freaking portal? Am I about to get electrocuted? Freak, yeah, it is. Freak, yeah. <laughs> Freak out. Alrighty. So, I'm doing good, though. Uh, how are you doing today, Alex? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I had a day off, and then I chose to not be productive with that day, but I think maybe it was somewhat justified. Um, maybe. Uh, working, like, six days a week, <clears throat> about to be, like, seven during the entire month of October, but, you know, out of choice. We had our, uh, opening day at, uh, the haunted attraction yesterday. Nice, nice. It's weird, because, like, I already told you how it went, and I told Sky on a failed recording how it went, so I could repeat myself for sake of content, but, uh, yeah. If it if becomes natural topic of conversation, I will, but uh, otherwise, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, until we get to that point, I can honestly say that I... I'm very proud of you, and I look forward to hearing the final results, too. Final results? What? Yeah, man. The Am final getting... results, like how everything turns out, where where it goes from there, you know? Because I know you also said that there's some potential rewards and stuff like that out there. And oh, you're talking, about, happen. you're talking about the raffles and stuff. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, that's not why you do it, but it is a nice benefit of doing it. it you is know? A, it's a benefit, you know. Uh, and Sky, in case you're wondering, um, they said that uh, any actor who shows up for every single day that they are open will get one uh, raffle ticket into a one-week all-expense-paid vacation, including travel, to a cruise in, of all places, Florida. Oh, I know. What are the odds? So, uh, maybe, maybe I take you, maybe I take whoever is, I consider the nicest friend to me, or whatever, or maybe I just take Devin, have him flown, you know, to our state, back down to Florida. <laughs> or you resell everything for a couple grand. I'm not allowed to do that. They said that. Lame. 
Makes sense, though. But, like, it's pretty flexible on when it can happen. So, like, as soon as we designate a week, designate a date, take the time off, and, like, make those plans, like, the best part is, because it's all expense paid, I don't even have to worry about, like, the price of, like, the plane ticket. We don't have to sit there and gauge and be like, oh, if we do this date to this date, it's cheaper. It's like, no, these are the dates. This is, you know. And so, like, even if I want, if I wanted to, and, like, I could call for, like, a round trip back a little bit after the cruise in case we wanted to hang out or, you know, even beforehand. Overall, even without stuff like that, I think you're doing a great job, and I'm just happy they keep me updated about it. Hopefully, I can send my mother through, and we'll see what happens. She's going to be so caught off guard. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, she, was telling me, she was telling me like how uh, I should come down there and do it with her, and I was like, sorry, man. I'm off fighting angry wind right now. And she just sat there and just sent a bunch of frowny faces. How, how long do you think the uh, angry wind is going to be? Did they give oh, any tea on that? I haven't been given any details. Uh, for clarification, uh, for those who don't know, uh, my unit just got activated. We're going to be uh, handling some hurricane relief. Uh, for those in the States, you probably know that there's a hurricane approaching. Category 3, I believe it is right now. Uh, so I'll be handling some hurricane relief if, uh, if I see anybody out there, you know. I probably won't know who the hell you are, but good looks. On that depressing note, Sky, anything uh, you want to talk about? Uh... Sounds good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I may as well bring it up. Uh, this week, I'm going to be starting to uh, pack for my uh, trip to Dallas on the 3rd. Ooh, Ooh. we going to Texas for? Uh, it's for a job thing. So I'm going to be staying there from the uh, 3rd of October to the 14th, uh, doing some training, getting registered with the company. Uh, we're going to be staying in a hotel. Uh, they're paying for the hotel and the transportation to and from it, as well as food accommodations a little bit. And uh, with this company, uh, I have access to uh, getting flights for free day one. So uh, I can pretty much get a flight for free, I think. I'm still going to look at the like, code of conduct and stuff to make sure everything because uh, I don't want to just flirt around and be like, I can get this, but then it's like, oh, nope, caveat. Type of thing. I get that. <clears throat> That's weird. I pinged Sky all the way in California well, just an hour ago, and now he's above Nevada. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, actually, you may see that on the uh, app thing. Cause... Oh wait, no, hold up. Nah. If you do, it will probably be I'd like to stop because yeah. airplane mode. Well, uh, but no, my my head hurted because I I used all of my processing power to, for improv sake, after saying California, what's a state that could possibly be flown over after leaving California? 
that like would see make sense within an hour and i was just like uh what's up what else is in the west uh nevada probably you know completely opposite opposite side oh am i is it really am i just bad at geography <laughs> No, Cal- no, California is next to Nevada. Devin, shut up. Hold on, hold on. No, now I have to double check. I gotta make sure I'm not stupid. Tell me why I Google search geography and not U.S. map. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we already know I suck at geography. They are right next to each other. Oh my god, let's go, let's go. Let's go. I mean, if I'm being honest, I, I always consider nevada and like georgia to be next to each other and i i was just completely wrong i just found that out like two days ago bro you said you said george i know ain't the, ain't the i'm looking at a map so i can understand how stupid you feel <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so but that'd i'm definitely gonna be flying towards like california but if I do go from a airplane mode to using my data, you guys may get a ping from me being in Missouri, but I'm most likely going to check in in uh, Texas to let y'all know I landed safely and got to the hotel. Oh, is there like a layover or something? Uh, yeah, I have to. The plane's taking like a stop in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, but it's not like uh, changing flights or anything. So uh, it may just be them refueling. I was gonna say, you know, you know what would make sense, because like I don't know like how the free flight entails, because obviously you probably wouldn't be like, yeah, I get free flights, and like, all right, cool, you can get first class every time. But like, I it would still be worth it, I would say, if you got free flights. But the caveat was is the flight would have to have like a layover or two, which you know, free flights are free flights, even if it's extra time, because mm -hmm. they're already expensive enough as it is, you know. No, yeah, no, I totally got it. Uh, from what I understand, the whole flight system is dependent on, I believe, the planes having room. So it's not necessarily, uh, what's it called, about distance and time and stuff. It's more so, hey, uh, we understand you're trying to get these flights here. We're going to see if we can get you in on these. Maybe have backup plans in case, but you'll most likely be able to get on those flights. No, Again, you're just... I'm so just going to look into it. <laughs> Sky, you're just stuck at the airport until they finally have a flight to where you're trying to go that has an open seat or they didn't show up. <laughs> and, uh, Sky, it looks like, uh, not everybody showed up for our flight to, uh, Nebraska, so, uh, it looks like you get to go. After like weeks of staying in the like airport exclusively because I don't have a hotel, just like you're, you're just plugged into like one AC outlet. You're taking naps on chairs and stuff, getting your work done, but also like, dude, chairs be kind of like hella comfy, honestly. Oh, I know, I know. You think they're comfy? I'm taking pictures yeah. of you knocked out. You got mad at me. Look, man, anything's better than the floor when you think about it. I mean that's fair. Oh, okay. That's fair. For some people, that might not be the case. So, so what all would your like your new job entail? Is it like is it an online job? Is it a like flight attendant? Like, what airline? Assuming associated worker will you be doing that gets you like free flights and stuff? Uh, customer service. Ah, customer service. Something you hate, Ooh. but you know you can put on a 
spray face just for sake of having a job. Customer service absolutely sucks, and they just. But yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, no, it's one, like a... one might say, one might say that you are a service to us all. One might say you're even more uh, brave than our uh, troops. And uh, no, I'm not saying. That. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just under fire immediately. Well, you know, like with troops, like if somebody shoots at you, you can shoot back. But customer service, if the customer gets upset, you can't be upset back with the customer. It's, um, yes, of course, uh, yeah, we'll have that, uh, done right away. Uh, um, yes, I will be giving you my, uh, my, uh, employee ID number. Yes, you may talk to my manager, but, uh, just so you know, I did, uh, do everything in the best of my ability per your situation. And then the manager comes over and be like, I didn't like his tone. Now, yada, 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 yeah. And then the manager has to tell them exactly what you told them and yada, yada, yada. And it's just... I kid you not, that happened at my, uh, previous remote job. I, I, I'm not even kidding. I told one person one specific thing. They were like, I still want to speak to a manager. And I am 100% certain that after I transferred them, they were told the exact same stuff I told them. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry, actually. Sorry, probably sorry, maybe. I get paid to talk to you. You don't get paid to talk to me, so I'll be on the phone with you all day. <laughs> yeah, you... I reported Sky. I was gonna say, imagine how different it would be if it was like you get paid like per customer helped, or you had to like meet a customer quota per day before you could clock out. Oh, that that would be torture. That would absolutely be torture. I'd cry. I'd be like, please, please just pick up the phone, please. I'd be well, like, well, you wouldn't be calling the customers, the customers would be calling you, oh, so you oh, would no, have no, to... No. no, if there was a quota, <laughs> I would be calling the customers. Sir, tell me you need help. Uh, 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 is your refrigerator running? Uh, yeah, then go catch it! Click, next customer! <laughs> oh, one down. <laughs> uh, All the days work. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, that is true. Uh, with these jobs, it is just like nonstop calls. And by nonstop, I genuinely mean nonstop. Like, you're probably not going to have breathing room. It's just going to be like one call ends and then next up, hey, guess what? I'm calling into uh, this place now. Uh, I'm not giving any specific names just because, right. you know. Right, right. Confidentiality. Yeah, yeah. A customer uh, service employee will be right with you shortly. Two hours later. Oh right. yeah, I oh my <laughs> god. You have like no idea. People complained so much about the wait times on the phone. It's like it's not my fault y'all are calling constantly to change stuff or complain. Stop. <laughs> yeah, stop. Don't need help. What is wrong with you? I'm having issues. No, like seriously, some of the changes Take the L. add on, uh, they can do themselves. They don't need a call, so it's like, what's the point? Oh, oh, is that well? On the bright side, if it is something that they could technically do themselves, and you help them, what you do is you you stretch out that phone call because I'm I'm sure you're hourly or something like that. You stretch out that phone call, you know, step by step process. 
walk them through it, and then, boom, instead of a customer that could have been helped in, like, two minutes, you help that customer out in ten minutes. But then again, I don't know if they, like, if you, like, you have, like, a supervisor or manager that's, like, one of you, it's, like, Sky, you could have handled that, like, way better, or, like, Sky, you could have been more efficient, you know, something or other. Like, I don't know how oh, they... Yeah, they... They just fire people where he works. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sincerely and, uh, hope. You're on the chopping block I didn't like your times. tone. You're fired. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't greet me within five seconds of answering the phone. Fired. <laughs> uh, I sincerely hope the calls aren't going to be monitored, but if it was anything like the previous job, they probably are. So... I ho- I just hope that they're going to be like, hey, improve on this stuff. That's stuff you're doing well. Go get them. Oh, yeah, you got some leeway by being, like, a new person. So, like, just, like, cycle, like, customer service jobs, like, every, like, two weeks or whatever. You know, you know, you get fired. You start up a new one. They have to go easy on you because you're new. <laughs> you know. Honestly, you could probably make that last more than two weeks. You could be, like, getting a new customer service job, like, every month even. But, you know, it just depends so on the, like their new person so- policy. That would be so much paperwork. Oh my god! And then like you're, background checks and drug tests and stuff. No, you, you're and, saying that's a lot of paperwork. Imagine and, your W twos, because you have to get a W two for each job. If there's like those bonuses okay, that they're right. like, oh, if you stay so and long, so so long, I think it's like ninety days is like usually the minimum. If you end up just doing ninety days and collecting those bonuses, like. And then get a new job and collect a new bonus. We kind of fire. I'm not gonna lie. I read on, I read online about somebody making like sixty grand a year doing that stuff. Devin out I'd here better. making money moves. Money moves. <laughs> Questioning his job, just like, but I can just make more money by being a crappier employee. <laughs> <laughs> In a perfect world, I wouldn't need to work customer service. I could just do what I want to do, like voice act or write stories and make constant, not constant, consistent. Not to, not to be political, but I really thought Sky was about to like pitch us like a communist, like propaganda sort of like. Oh my god. In a perfect world, we all, everything is equal. Oh, this is like, oh, Sky, Sky, but, but slow down. No, 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 no. Sky, stop. <laughs> Cancel, cancel. <laughs> My guy, I am not like being, I am not donning okay. the red and yellow sickle. My guy, <laughs> no, right, the right. red and yellow sickle. Uh, but 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 going red back to perfect world, uh, tools, yep, yep. Uh, let's go back to like perfect world, uh, like jobs at least, uh, and not in the sense of politics, but like, yeah, no, in a perfect world, we would all like be able to do like whatever we want, like career wise, get paid while doing it. You know, but the caveat of that is, is you would also have to be good at your dream job. I can't say I want to be a famous singer or whatever, and then have like a shitty raspy voice, you know, like you can have a dream job, but as long that's why they say, you know, work hard, play hard. You got to put forth the effort to actually be even considered to have that job. And then, you know, the more you do it, the better you get at it, the more you'll get paid, etc., etc. You know, so like, you know, Devin wants to do coding. He has to, you know, take the classes, you know, get the certifications, which I think he already has or whatever. And like, you know, even if his dream is to be at Google one day per se, you know, there's still plenty of other job opportunities that, you know, he can make good money 
you know, if you want to call that his dream job, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally get it. But anything that's, like, considered, like, an art or whatever, it's significantly harder to, like, make it big. But, you know, it's still, like, a decent enough side gig, you know? No, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Like, my goal is just to, like, get my foot in the door. I'm not, like, trying to go, like, all in, like, if I don't become famous within one month, I am going ballistic. No. I just want to try and start. I want to put in as much effort as I can to get better and do stuff. Also, on the topic of coding, if Devin gets into Google and doesn't put Easter eggs involving us and the other friends, I will be thoroughly disappointed. I I don't know if he would have that kind of power, but, you know. I don't remember if I I showed you guys this game that I made, but we had, back in high school, we had like a, a big tournament to see who could recreate uh, the old arcade games and put their own little spin on it. <clears throat> me being me. I'm sorry, love, I'm sorry. I can love... I interject for a second, though? Can I just interject? Yes. <laughs> I'm recreating Pac-Man. It's that Pac-Man, it's Bernard, and he has to eat all of the couples of slices. <laughs> a whole couple of slices? <laughs> just little pieces everywhere. Just, and then it's and then the ghosts are just like me, you, Sky, and John saying no more pizza, no more pizza. That's fantastic. <laughs> and then when he dies, he said, "I only had a couple slices." <laughs> only had a couple slices. <laughs> uh, I'll explain context for that inside joke. But as you were saying, what's up? Uh... I think when we, when we do get into that, when we do get into the context, we should have Bernard here. Yeah, just hold on one second. He's gonna kick her ass when he hears this. It's he's worth it. It's worth it. Up. He's gonna straight up drive out to you and then to me and then grab like the nearest flight to where Devin is and just beat the shit out of all of us. I'm gonna be out here fighting the angry wind monster outside, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, you." You no, know, in the inside the eye of the storm. Turns out it was just Bernard. <laughs> oh, Bernard, a couple slices. <laughs> the storm is now renamed Bernard. <laughs> yeah, they've been naming storms after people. Hurricane Katrina. And this, you just be like, it's Hurricane Bernard. <laughs> AKA oh, the couple slice storm. Oh my that's god, fantastic. that's the title of the episode. <laughs> yeah, we don't just call something the title of the episode. The title of the episode is created when we're done talking because we still have like 37 ish, you know, give or take, you know, worth more of content to talk about just for sake of us talking. And then, you know, it's I kind of make the title based on, like, the bullet points. And I don't even have to make the title. So we could try to call it the Couple Slice Storm, but, like, if something else happens or something, you know, or we could still incorporate the Couple Slice Storm into it, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. But but it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I will will have it under consideration. Well, we'll touch Mm -hmm. on that later anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but anyway, so point is recreating classic arcade games back to the original point from the tangent. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so we're, re- we're recreating uh, 
old style arcade games and me being me, I'm a huge fan of Galaga. So I was thinking to myself, like, what would match Galaga's theme? And I don't know why. For whatever reason, I the first thing I thought of was the Titanic. So, <laughs> so I t- I set up my 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 little layout. I programmed like all these different uh, blocks to do such and such and interact with each other. And lo and behold, after reskinning some things, you have the Titanic sailing down an ocean, uh, shooting at icebergs that are coming towards it in different like little formats. And I, I don't know why I thought this was really funny. My teacher didn't like it very much, but I disagree. Your um, teacher didn't like the Titanic idea? Well, no, he liked the Titanic idea. He didn't like uh, he didn't like how I was clearing the iceberg. Uh, With I missiles? Ti- no, I had the Titanic shooting people out of a cannon. Shooting people out of a cannon at the icebergs. <laughs> clearing about and i don't i don't know what possessed me to do this but like towards the very end i created this big old iceberg monster and you just had to keep feeding him people until he exploded it was great (laughs) it's probably like my favorite like programming feat is just recreating galaga titanic edition (laughs) that honestly that's amazing just like i can imagine it now someone sitting down like at an arcade machine saying hey they came up with a brand new version of galaga never before seen ever it's just titanic and people being launched out with like 8-bit scream sound effects holy shit sky sky you've seen john tron right yeah. So you know his episode called titanic what if it's just like that where it's just like a poor misspelling of titanic <laughs> Titanic. That'd be amazing. Oh, that'd be perfect. Or just Titanica, because Galga, Titanic, Titanica. Ooh. I hope you're writing that down, Devin. Well, I, uh, for all we know, he could have already actually titled it something, or it's just oh. like Titanic Galga spinoff dot exe or something. Good point, Devin. What? What was that last part? Did you just space out? Uh, yeah, we're wondering, was, like, did you name figuring. the game? Did you name it? Oh, yeah, I did. What'd you name it? it? Okay, so... So, I actually wasn't very creative with it. I literally just named, renamed it to uh, Galaga the Titanic Edition. Oh, that, that was it? Yeah, that was it. I wasn't very creative with it, and it was definitely one of those things where I was like, how am I going to, like, submit this without having people yell at me by just reading the title? Galga, but Titanic. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. My teacher wasn't too happy with uh, firing people out of a cannon. I was like, what? what's wrong with you? He was like, you know, this was a serious event that took place, and I was like, really? <laughs> You, you don't say. Just think of it as like a a, a political cartoon. Uh, <laughs> what what did your classmates think? They you had to have showed them. I mean, they they seemed to like it. Um, I I didn't end up winning our little tournament, but 
I think overall, I think it, I did pretty well. Uh, I had a lot of positive reviews. And someone said that I should, like, remake it for, like, a bunch of different, like, world events. And I was like, that sounds like a lot of work, but I'd be down. Like, having different levels for different events. I was going to say, try to, like, make it a little bit more custom for sake of copyright. And just release that crap on Steam. Make it, like, a $1, $2 game and just have it be, like, a passive income. You know? They're like, oh, what's this game? And it's like, bro, it's just Galaga but Titanic. It's funny AF. Yeah, like a little 99 cent indie game, you know? Yeah. Like, you really could. Kind of fun. Like, it'd be kind of fun. You could probably even pitch it to like a publisher type thing and they'd be like, hey, we'll try to help you expand it. See if we can go like the distance on no, this. No, you, you get other businesses involved. That's where, that's where stuff gets messy. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, like if anything, have it be your own game or like indie or whatever. And, like, you know, you want some voice acting, you already got a couple of the buds willing to put their best foot forward, you know. Uh, just, if you need any female-sounding characters, that's where it's going to get a little tricky. Um, unless, you know, you want, like, cringe female, but, you know, then I got you. <laughs> what are you laughing at, bucko? Cringe female, then I got you, bucko. Well, yeah, I mean, like, no, I, I, I sh- I'm not doing it on the podcast. I'm not doing it on the podcast. I'm not doing it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but like, but like, you know, Devin already knows. Like, I have like a pretty good wide arsenal, and then like everybody else that I know of that does voice acting usually just kind of strides for like the stereotype, like protagonist feel, or the stereotype, like deep voice. To me. Voice acting is, like, more than that. It's about, like, being able to easily go out of your comfort zone. It's about having highs, having lows, taking constructive criticism, this, that. So, you know, like, you know, I don't need to be the anime protagonist. And I don't need to have, like, a stereotypical deep voice. Or, you know, super low, you know, or your evil voice. You know, like, to me, you know, it's about going a little bit wacky up and down, you know, and just, like... Being able to, like, just feed off of, like, what you're given, you know? And sometimes it's not even necessarily about the voice. Sometimes people just want a bit of an accent on it. You know, if that's it, it's German or English or even Russian accent. You know, you just add to it. You do not have to try so hard sometimes. But that's just, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that for, mm-hmm. All right, thanks, guy. No, because I'm just about to say, ouch, because I'm just about to say, I don't remember, but you need to have a TV show, because goodness fucking gracious, you're good at that stuff. Oh, like, just going from, like, one accent to another, it's like, guys, Alex, you're, like, the next, like, you know, Justin Roiland or Seth MacFarlane or some crap, you know? Like, I could be, if I get discovered. And if they deem me worthy enough, honestly, I would just be even happy just to have one voice on a show. But, you know, that's the, yeah, it's, it's the humbleness. It's like, I'm just happy to be here sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. You're too happy. <laughs> we'll pay you an exposure. Okay. Hollywood, that's back- a little different, but, you know. <laughs> Only a little. 
I wish an acceptable response to like, I'll pay you an exposure is, then I'll serve you a knuckle sandwich. But that'd be considered a threat. You know, threats aren't that bad. And I think I know a couple of people that seem to believe so too. And most of them are probably labeled as villains. But what if, what if it was for a good cause? You know, like being a villain for a good cause. Yeah. Like what if, what if you had to do something bad for the sake of the better good? Do you think that's okay? Do you think that's morally correct? I think you sound like a Batman villain. I sound like a Batman villain? No, you sound like a Batman villain. I'm just an anti-hero that nobody understands. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but that, that's what I mean, is something uh, something like an anti-hero, you know? I mean, like, how do you guys feel about that? Like, morally well, okay? Well, what I do feel... Is that Troublesome Conversationalist is a proud partner of Dubby Energy. Dubby Energy makes energy drink and hydration flavor mix to make that pick-me-up that much better. Go to dubby.gg and go ahead and pick out your favorite flavors and products. Use code TCTALKS for 10% off your purchase. That's T-C-T-A-L-K-S for 10% off. And uh, I've been uh, I've been using that Dragon Aid like almost all week. It's been getting me through the week. Like it passes the test. And like I had like Somebody from a higher up, you know, they looked it over and they're like, yeah, just like one, one of these is like worth like four cups of coffee. And like, I just one a day and that's all I need, you know? So, uh, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it back over to the main topic. Hey, I mean, realistically, if that's what keeps you from turning into a super villain, <laughs> hey, more, more power to you. <laughs> I've had my morning caffeine. No world domination today. <laughs> Just imagine, like, someone tomorrow, like, making, like, a whole five-minute skit out of it and animating that. <laughs> tomorrow is another day. Should I wake up and choose violence, the world will feel my vengeance. But if I have my caffeine and wake up and go, okay, maybe not today, then, uh, you will live another day. Sir, I don't know why you have to tell me that every morning. I must! Somebody must hear the word of Dobby the Grudge. Yeah, okay, boss. <laughs> sir, sir, put it down, please. No! But, but that's too much caffeine! More! More! Oh my god. <laughs> just talk about how like it discord just broke for a second. <laughs> discord always breaks though. What's the difference? I'm out of dragon aid. I've got sludge. I need more. Buy more <laughs> strawberry banana. That's hydro flavor. You fool. Uh anyway, uh, back back to the bill. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem states. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Caffeine squared plus me squared equals you're in the clear scared. Squared. Squared. Scared. 
you realize if 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 we you know if we have those like little avatar things. Should we ever make like a quick little like animated short? Now I have to have an alternate version of my thing to be this evil dubby mastermind. Dubby is a very good corporation, American made. You know, drink their supplements. It's pretty good. But you know, to like have like this like evil villain that is not necessarily you know of dubby relation, just enjoys the dubby energy like anybody else would. You know. And if they don't get their daily dubby, then everything's screwed. World. And <laughs> Dude, the daily dubby is like the daily double. You know what I mean? Yeah. The daily double. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did I just like <laughs> totally just blanked? I don't know why I was going. Uh, I mean, going that's fine. Something that, completely different. That's, uh, that's the sake of improv. Um, but like you said, like uh, you want to talk about like villains and stuff, or like the anti-hero. I don't know. You said something along the lines of just trying to get us back on track. I was just curious on how you guys like perceived the morality of it. You know, like do you think that anti-heroes or people who are doing something good but not in the most morally correct ways, do you think that's acceptable? You know, like. For example, Deadpool, he's a, he's a very commonly named uh, anti-hero, and you can tell by all of his movies being rated R that he's probably got some things in there that we shouldn't be, you know, showing to our children, but, you know, I don't know. How, do, how, do, how do you guys feel about it? I, I think <clears throat> the only reason that they are viewed in a villain sense is because they do not go through what is considered the public's eye of correct means of uh ad adjustment you know so like say deforestization is an issue and there is a villain that you know i'm not trying to go like straight like poison ivy but there is a villain that like destroys let's say even just like abandoned buildings or whatever and you know replants like a bunch of forests or whatever you know uh they would probably be considered a villain because to like the city or the state or the county or whoever has jurisdiction even though the building is abandoned even though nobody is living in it they are still quote unquote damaging property you know it is property that is not being utilized, but because it is quote unquote illegal, then the villain is seen as a bad person. You know? You know, and you know, and then it's the public side and whether or not you're using your powers for good or evil, you know, and I'm trying to like word this in a way that steers away from like politics because people with power using that power for good or evil or what they feel is right or wrong is is a huge matter of morality and it's not like you can just like have like a, like a, like a world vote it's like all right should you know superman you know 
use freeze breath on the ocean to create more icebergs to battle global warming, you know, and then, you know, and then everybody takes a vote, you know, you know, whether or not yes or no, we are like, it's fine as it is. No, create more icebergs. Like, I don't I feel like that one, people would probably be down for create more icebergs. And then after the vote goes through to like, yeah, we want more icebergs or whatever, you know, to help battle global warming. Then that turns around and like keeps like the industrial, you know, smoke that's working to think it's okay to output the same carbon footprint that makes technically more dangerous hazards for the people in boats or whatever to hit said Superman made iceberg. Like, like each action has a chain reaction. And I understand we need to go through a certain sense of terms and to try and guess with the negative and positive outcomes and you know for what was mor mor morally right or wrong what is going to have the better output the pros and cons but for sake of taking it into your own hands if it is overall seen as a good thing like saving somebody you will be considered a hero but if you are trying to do things for sake of saving the world but it's at people's own expense they will see you as a villain I know I kind of went off on a long tangent, but I'm just trying to like cover all the bases. Yeah, no, I, I actually really like how you put it. And I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, personally, I think that morality can only be really perceived by whoever decides, you know, what is right and wrong in that situation. You know, if, if, a person who is objectively looking at something and sees a person murder somebody but doesn't have any context, how are they going to feel about it? Instantly, they're going to be like, okay, that, that person's in the wrong. But if they heard, oh, the person that they murdered was uh, a child, you know, a bad person child toucher, you know, then people don't like those <laughs> They people. killed a child. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, people don't like those those kind of people, you know? Instantly, they're like, yeah, that guy, he deserved to die. Forget that guy. I almost said a word I'm not allowed to say. Um, <laughs> hey, we've been doing good. So far, no F-bombs from what I can count. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if someone perceives that, then all of a sudden their whole, uh, their whole perception changes. Now all of a sudden, the person who murdered another guy's morally correct but then you take it into a law standard and it just changes again once once you get there if you take it to court you still had no right to kill a person you know it's one of those things where you'll still probably get charged even if it's just a lighter charge you know with assuming that there's evidence and everything but uh you'll still end up in trouble I mean, and I think that's how a lot of, like, anti-hero stories started, is they do something that, at the time, may have seemed morally correct or by subjective uh, perspective, they'll be like, oh, yeah, this is, this is what had to be done. This is the only way that could have solved this solution, blah, blah, blah. But in the eyes of the law, it's completely different, you know? And I think that's kind of what you were talking about, too. 
Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Because like if somebody is knowledgeable in the law, then even their actions are changed. Because I think I think there's like a technicality unlike like self defense, for example. If somebody um breaks into your home and you know, they're armed or whatever, um, and you are you are in fear for your life. If you shoot that person or hurt that person and they are injured but not dead, um, depending on the circumstance, um or however it is technically worded for the scenario, uh the robber themselves or the burglar um can sue you for the injuries. So for some people it is better off to off said, you know, intruder because then when the authorities arrive, it's just this person I don't know with weapon was inside my home and I was fearing for my life and it's just a clean cut, you know, you know, self defense, you know, threat usually, you know. And so, like, you know, if you know certain things, then it would cause you to act differently, you know. And so, like, say say for the example of, you know, oh, hey, you know, said person did X thing. Well, another missing detail is how long ago. Like, oh, you, you know, you were a bank robber and you know, that person died. Oh, yeah, we don't care about them. And it's like, well, no, they robbed a bank, but that was like 40 years ago. They did the time. They're a changed person, you know, and they actually want to do right by their actions. It's like, well, are they still a bank robber? They still consider the criminal or because they went through their due process and wanted to better themselves. And now that they're a changed person, do you still consider them a bad person? You know, I just. It's just the more details is the better, but then too many details and it gets fuzzy about like what details make things okay and not okay. I'll be the first one to say that Sky is the very definition of a villain. Like this man is ruthless. Dude's huh? already got a fursona. I mean, yeah. As soon as you start there, you've only got what, like two more stages to go before you're a super villain? What's your I mean, what's your villain name? Are you like the Panther Pursuer or something? Panther no, no, of the no, Skies. No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Explain how I'm a villain exactly. Oh, because like every other thing we say to you, like takes you off, and so like that is the driving force behind your like villainy. It's like my friends thinking they can taunt me, so I'll show them. I'll show all of that. You know that sort of you know. Oh no, it's just because I'm emotional wreck. We mentioned voice acting one time and now I feel the need to like go above and beyond. I'm sorry, go ahead, Devin. I just (laughs) No, uh yeah, not to mention Sky already has like a villain costume. He's up (laughs) He's already got a whole like other personality that he can fill in. Apparently he's got three that he can just fill in. Let me click on his profile. (laughs) Dude, he he could He could be uh, a whole villain personality and his own minions. 
<laughs> His first and second mate are just himself in different clothes. <laughs> That's the way it works, right? Like being a villain, but now I'm thinking of flying over there to cause some destruction. See what I mean? He's a, I'm telling you, he's like two stages away from super villain. Uh, but no, I would be a piss poor villain. <laughs> no joke. I can come up with plans, but I can't execute them for shit. Uh, 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 this details a piss poor villain is still a villain, kind of like a what would be considered a poor millionaire is still a millionaire. You know, you know, you still have the bare minimum requirements to fit the category. You just may not be looked on as favorably or be considered a high class version. If I ever hear of a poor millionaire, I'm going to find whoever came up with that term. Like, I mean, away from you, obviously, because you're just saying it. Okay, Sky. Legitimately slap them. <laughs> okay, Sky. Sounds- if you if you know anything about like financial stability, you can be a poor millionaire because you could have that money in the sense of assets. So, like, if you have a you know, a bunch of, like, say, expensive camera equipment worth about 500k, but you have, you know, no money in the bank account, just for sake of example, you you still have roughly $500,000 worth of stuff. You are not technically poor, but all your money is in assets like it makes way more sense for like businesses and like stuff that's supposed to generate revenue or make money but uh, okay i see you, i see what you mean yeah okay but but like say say you bought those cameras because they were nice fancy cameras they're limited edition or whatever and so you're holding on to them for hopefully they go up in price and not down in price think of it as like you're investing a stock or whatever so you know mm-hmm. So you bought $500,000 worth of these fancy limited edition cameras and, you know, five years go by and now they are worth 600000 You know, you've made a $100,000 profit, assuming you could sell it for $600,000, you know, but like in terms of like if you were to file it, you know, you know, for like sake of like property or whatever, uh, you would have six hundred thousand dollars worth of, because that is what it would be valued at. Okay. Um, yeah, that. it would have to be average fair market price value. So, mm. and so it would. It's kind of like one of those like universal like things. Like the only reason money even has value is because we put a $1 bill down, and I say that has the value of $1, you say that has the value of $1, and then it doesn't anymore because inflation. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then it doesn't anymore. Yeah, that, that's kind of how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I yeah. inflation. Yeah, but, like, again, it's, like, fine. It starts with us agreeing, and then someone else is like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> can't have that. But the whole <laughs> point is, like, the government also has to be involved and also has to say that is valued at what it is because say like you have that 600 now worth six hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff and you took insurance out on it if anything happened to that that's not purposeful or you know voids the insurance then you know camera breaks or whatever knocks over 
you know, then you get that money back, and it would be cash, because I don't think insurance would necessarily uh, just straight up give you a new camera, but you kind of get how it works. You you can be a poor millionaire. In theory. Yeah, no, I get it now. When you, because my assumption was that when you said poor millionaire, I'm like, hold on, that's a thing. Someone could be like, I'm a millionaire, but then they're like, no, you're not. You're poor. You're a poor millionaire. Get the hell out. I'm like, huh? That's a thing. Do we have to now start calling people who have like decent money skills? like in middle class but without like a good sense of money poor middle class i'm confused but then you explain it i'm like oh that makes sense it's all about assets and finances yeah um but like also it's kind of like funny because in another term of being a poor millionaire sky you could have like just over like a million bucks on hand but then for some reason me and Devin secretly like won the lottery or whatever and we we both got like 50 million each and we sit there look at you we are all millionaires but we me and Devin would turn around and laugh at you and be like ha you're a poor millionaire alex you weren't you weren't supposed to tell him that we won the lottery come on now what are you doing now we have to share (laughs) i mean mean, technically technically whoever's name's on the lotto ticket doesn't have to share Unless you we have like like a legally binding contract, because then you know just turn it in, get the money, and then I could be like, oh here, let me reimburse you for your ticket, and then not give you the 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 whole, you know, fifty mil whatever. Not to mention it gets taxed like a mother trucker. Like they take so much money out of that. I heard they take like fifteen. They take like 60 70 percent of the entire thing. Like, you think you won like a million bucks, you're you're walking away with like 300,000. Which, don't get me wrong, it's still a nice amount of money, but you know, but that's like that's like poor people talking like a nice amount of money because I, I consider myself, you know, poor enough in the sense of like, you know, if somebody said I won a million bucks and now I got 300k. I don't care. Tax it because I that three hundred k is gonna be good, of good use to me. But exactly. you know, but like if oh, I yeah. if if I won like one k and seventy percent of this tax, and I only got three hundred dollars, it's not as helpful. But like I, you know, it'd probably go towards like paying a bill. So like you know, I'm I would still consider myself that regardless of however much got taxed, I would still get enough to have it be a financial benefit but like if i'm already like you know a you know make six figures i went and you know like 50k and got like maybe five thousand dollars you know five to ten thousand dollars you know i make six figures like what what is that to me per se you know it's a matter of like proportions and stuff all about perspectives you know, yeah. I know I'm a stingy bastard. I'm I'm gonna take my six figures. I'm gonna probably put up like a dollar for a lottery ticket, and if I don't win, oh well. And then I'm gonna go spend it all at the casino. <laughs> no, you you could go play roulette and stuff, and like you're like, oh, I know okay, all well, the strategies. Yeah. I know all the tactics. You're sitting there watching the YouTube video as you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I would agree, but there's no phones allowed. Really? No, yeah, no phones allowed, man. And you're especially not allowed to have like cameras either. Oh wow. I actually didn't think that they would do that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, cool. neither did I until someone yelled at Haley for having uh having her phone out. I was like, damn man, she's not even playing. <laughs> wow. He got caught. I know. I mean she did manage to get a photo, so you know it's whatever. <laughs> and even though slots are hundred percent slots are rigged. Right. It, it, what sucks is, is it, it can also quote unquote not be rigged because state, you say it's a $1 slot, right? Somebody shows up, they're like, oh, I got to win something. I'm going to put a hundred bucks in, right? And they lose or don't make their, make a profit on winning with that hundred bucks. And then, you know, you show up and you're like, you sit there, you know, you got five bucks. You're like, it's okay if I lose this five bucks. You put it in, couple spins, and you win $2,000. That, that $100, the $100 purse is going to be pretty peed off, you know? And yeah. but, but then as easily as, it, as you put in five bucks to get, you know, you know $1,000 or two, you might think to yourself, oh, then I surely could make a profit. And... If you have the mindset of that you're willing to lose that $2,000 that you just got from putting five bucks in, then, you know, you could lose all of those $2,000 or whatever right there, too, you know, spin away and lose it all. Like, but that, that feeling of, like, winning is, it's intoxicating. Oh, yeah. I think that's the best way to put any kind of gambling, really. You get, you get that thrill of just the potential to win big, potential to lose, you know, and you let it kind of consume you a little bit. Yeah. But that that's why, like, I, I've only gone, like, to the casino once, and, like, I I have to sit there mentally, and I guess technically a second time, because I, you know, let you borrow some money, and, like, I just, you know, before I even was willing to send you the money, I had to sit there and tell myself, am I okay losing this money? And after I felt it was okay if I just wasn't going to see that money again, you know, it's gone, whatever. I, I sent it to you. Well, technically, I think I sent it to Haley. But, you know, it's like, you know, am I willing to lose, like, you know, I thought, what was it, like, 35 or 55 bucks? You know, am I willing to lose this? Looked at my bank account, and I was like, yeah, I'm willing to lose this, you know, and I didn't see it again. But the first time I went gambling, you know, I put in a little bit of money, you know, I won, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm done. I was yeah, there for like five, was, five minutes. That was definitely not my experience. I, I won a lot and then I went back and lost it all. It was fantastic. You, you were intoxicated with that, with that feeling. Dude, it, it was just because the first time being there, you know, first time ever doing anything like that. And I won, you know, I, I, I wasn't expecting to win. I was expecting to lose the little bit that I came here with and that I, I was willing to lose. And, Ended up winning pretty good, and I put it all back in, and that was a mistake. But it's a learning experience. 
Scott, Scott, you have any experiences with gambling? At an actual casino, no. On a uh, NFT casino, yes. Because uh, they're like online casinos now, and I've done like a few slot things, and I don't do it much because obviously that's like losing a lot of money and stuff. I usually put like ten bucks in. If I lose it, I lose it. But I have a policy that I use for that. That if I do go to a casino with, I'm going to stick to it. It is keep seventy five percent, spend twenty five percent. If I win a bunch of money, like a huge bunch, like let's say a hundred something, I am instantly keeping seventy five percent of that, and only using twenty five percent. If I lose that twenty five percent, I can either add in more money away from what I won. Or I can just pull up. Now, now, how how does that work per se? Because what what I'm a little confused of is, say, say you started off with a hundred bucks. When you show up, do you say I'm keeping seventy five dollars of this hundred bucks and only spending twenty five, or are you saying a hundred dollars is your, um, is your gambling budget? So in the sense of, say, you put in a hundred bucks. And you got two hundred bucks. You still have your initial hundred that you were going to use for betting, and then you add twenty five dollars from the second hundred you uh, won, and you keep seventy five dollars from the profit of that second hundred dollars. Like how how does that exactly work for you in your system? Going off of that example, if I were to like say go to the casino for the first time and have a hundred dollars. That would be what I would use towards slots or roulette or whatever happy, you know, that sort of thing. If I do win money and it is more than what I put down, so again, just to stick to the example, 200, I would keep 75% of that 200. So it would now be 175. And I would put 75% of 200 is not 175. I'm going to just be honest with you. Seventy-five oh, yeah. percent of two hundred is one hundred and fifty, bud. Thank you. You get you get like my, my idea though. It's not necessarily okay. about uh, keeping it with the mainline thing. It's hey, I start off with a budget. If I lose that budget, that's no problem. I can either decide to take another risk and add in more money, or if I gain money while using it, I instantly take. 75% of what I won, which was added to what I was spending, and use that remaining 25% to see if I can get even more lucky. If I don't, I pull out. If I do, then I make a decision to either stay or pull out and just keep what I earn. That, that makes sense on like almost everything except slots, because slots are like one or two credits at a time. So you would have to like sit there and like do the math and like keep track of like the in and out to have that final calculation where you're seventy five percent. But overall, I get I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. With the slots, it's like the most difficult. Well, because because usually you're time. awarded those credits right away is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So like you can't just like win five credits, keep one. Cr keep four credits spend one credit it's just 
added to your pool of credit. Yeah, no, I I get what you mean. Uh, I think I already like told you. I think I already told you guys like kind of like how I would run it from now on. I obviously didn't do that this time, but when it comes to gambling at a casino, for example, I would take like say say a hundred bucks. That that's your that's your bankroll. You take a hundred dollar bankroll. You bring it in. You go and uh, you win like 500 bucks. I personally would take 100 bucks from that. That's that's the spending money that I would use at from gambling. If you win more money, you keep adding that to your, to your bank account. If you lose that 100 bucks, well, you just stop. And that's what I was doing the first day. Yeah, yeah you were. <laughs> the first day. <laughs> I, I think I think that was a good a good way to do it. I mean, honestly, it it's a but, good way if you stick to it, Devin. I I know. <laughs> it's definitely one of those things where you gotta you gotta actually stick to it. But if you do, you know. If, if you I do. may, uh, sorry. If I may, just interject. Uh, the slots thing for actual casinos, I think will be the hardest. For the online casino, I can actively see, like, because I'm going to use slots, because that's what I did. And uh, when I did it, they have, like, a little thing of, like, oh, it's this much per play, and you can adjust it. So if I were to do the whole $10 down thing, I could actively see, okay, spinning this roulette will cost me a dollar or two dollars so i'll be able to keep track of it in the end but for actual in-person casinos i'm like now starting to think i need to rethink that strategy for slots well technically it's the same thing you can't adjust like how much you bet because technically the more you bet per roll of slots has you greater risk reward you know so like if i bet a dollar and then I won $2. That was a spin on the slots that doubled my money. However, if I would have risked more, so if I bet $10 and then I could have won $20, I still have that same output of, you know, doubling my money, but it, I just got nine more dollars instead of just one versus 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I got it. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, this is. I love. I could go on and on about gambling and cards because I love the uh, casino environment. You know all the cards and stuff. Uh, but honestly, I think it's probably a good place to wrap it up. You know, final thoughts about hurricanes, villains, and gambling, or even off-topic. You know, final thoughts, Devin. I I think I think we we're ending it on a pretty good note. I. I think we covered a lot of different topics, and I like the variety we had today. It was pretty entertaining for me. Sky? This was a really fun day. This was a really fun session. Laughter and some really good topics. So I think we had a really good time. And, uh, yeah, I think it was uh, really good. And uh, congratulations to us. I think uh, we went an entire recording without an f-bomb asterisk because we had two previous attempts but you know uh they were early enough that we just decided to start over but you know no f-bombs this recording how about that i know <laughs> it's hard 
it's hard to believe that that's something that we have to feel grateful about. <laughs> you know? I mean, some I'm. Hmm, I'll save it for a different time. Save it for a different time. All right, sounds good. And on that note, podcast out.